Welcome to Lift the Lead Leadership uh, 423, and I'm Matt Yeager, your host. Glad to have you back with us, and today I'm joined by my friend, Louis Foster. How you doing, Matt? Good. Good uh, to have you with us. Good to be here. So this will be the uh, the first interview we're actually doing, so you, you're number one. We've done, done a few few episodes. That has just been me, but now okay. you're, you're in the mix. So Dewey's, Dewey's my good friend. Uh, we hang out together. Uh, in fact, today we're at our favorite place, right? Jarrah's, Jarrah's Heavenly, Heavenly Sweets. Um, I love it here. Yes, we got, got a little bit of baked goods, a little bit of something, so we're going we're gonna to hang out here in just a minute. But before we do that, we're going to hang out with you. And Dewey's got a, got a lot of really good stuff to share. And your background, you were, you were a college athlete, business owner. You just want to give us a, a, little, a little history? Well, you know, coming from a small town in southern Ohio, um, I walked on here at the University of Toledo. Um, you know, I, was, I always tell people I was born a Buckeye, but I chose to be a Rocket. Amen. So go Rocket, T-O-L. And anyway, so um, I walked on there in a scholarship um, and I played for three years um, and I made a defining choice after three years. Uh, we new coaching staff came in, um, you know, and I left spring ball alternating one free safety. I came back in at number five and it uh, took the wind out of my sails. Um, I wish at that point, Matt, that I would have uh, consulted my father or somebody, you know, because I made an emotional decision. Um, I said, oh, they don't want me here. And yeah, so, and then I'm quitting. And that was 40. That's a really interesting statement that okay. you just made because yeah. this is a leadership podcast, obviously. Mm. And so that, that, there's a principle right yes. there, you know? Yes. yes. Amen. And I just work off of your emotions. Absolutely. Some wise counsel. Absolutely. Yeah. So. That was 43 years ago, Matt, and I regret that decision today, mm. every day. So if I can leave you with anything, is that don't make emotional decisions without consulting someone you trust. Wow. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. So from there, um, I, you know, I quit school, played playing football, um, learned, I, felt, I found out that I was pretty good in sales, uh, got some sales jobs, and then, you know, and I moved. I matriculated through the sales uh, uh, field. Um, then I was importing cars from West Germany. Um, you know, I did well, uh, but then there was there was an issue that I was trying. I always tried to fit in because I was only child, and my mom and dad. I'm not blaming them, but you know, the, you know, I was like they married each other and they divorced each other. They remarried each other and divorced each other by the time I was four. Um, I live, go live with grandma. Thank God for grandma. However, I still felt abandoned. Yeah. And that's what was the root cause of my stuff that was going on in my life. Um, and until I could acknowledge that, uh, it manifested itself to a lot of different things. Many addictions. Um, I, I think I made addictions out of addictions. <laughs> you know, so it yeah. was going, it was on and on. But um but then I had a situation where I came to myself, but well, that's for another, maybe for a little later, but I just want to give you the background to today. I'm a chaplain at Lucas County jail. Um, I partner with the R Tatum zone. I'm in the school systems. Um, we just got a, um, a, some funding to, uh, for a mentoring grant, uh, mentoring students and their parents. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and also, um, uh, my passion is to 
uh, mentor athletes with addictions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think about the, the old phrase that you could sell ice to an Eskimo. Yeah. I think of, think about you, my friend, that way that uh, you're just, you're really good. And, and not just that, that you're a slick guy, but, but that you just have a way of really helping people understand what, what you're selling, what you need, and how it can help them. Um, but I, I think you can also, now you're doing it in, a, in an even more positive way as you're mentoring young people and you're moving forward. And let's talk a little bit about this, the, this addiction thing, you know. You know, and we can get in a little bit more of your story, but when you think about addiction, why do people go to addictions? Well, well, addictions are, the, let's look at the cycle of addiction. Yeah. The cycle of addiction is this, is that you're in some type of disarray. Uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually, there's something going on in your life you don't like. So you want to get out of that situation. So by getting out of that situation, you pick up something. You pick up someone. Um, you develop some kind of, uh, it's, a, it's a coping skill. It's medicating. It's, it's medicating, exactly. But it's only a temporary solution for a long-term problem. And But you don't know that going in. You say, oh, it feels good right now. And then when you have some type of usage, Matt, what happens is that after that usage, there's some, there's guilt and shame, okay? And there's consequences, guilt and shame, and then you're right back to where you started. So that cycle continues on and on and on. So basically, it's a, it's a short-term coping skill that's medicating some, a long-term situation for a, it's a, a, for a short, it's a short-term situation for a long-term problem. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's good. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And, you know, I think each of us have these areas that, that we tendencies where we can end up in addictions, you know, and, and it may, it may not be obvious. It mm-hmm. might not be uh, some addictions that we look at. Oh man, that's terrible. Yeah. But, it, but it can be other kinds of addictions that are maybe not as noticeable. It could be uh, garnering people's attention, yeah. you know, on social media or just in general, it could be eating. It could be a variety of different things that we, we go to, uh, it could be late night television watching or just soaking in the stuff, which could lead to other kinds of addictions too. Yeah, because Matt, most people, most times we think of addictions, we think of uh, we think of alcohol, we think of drugs, you know. But there's so many other addictions: sex, eating, gaming, gambling. I mean, anything can be an addiction that's compulsive to you. Yeah, and it becomes it becomes a, usually a small thing. And then it grows, and it, it then it overwhelms you. It consumes you. So addiction can be anything, you know. And but I feel that you have to find out what the root cause is of the addiction. And it's usually not the addiction that's the issue, because the addiction is just a manifestation of something else in your life. Okay. For me, you know, um, you know, my main addiction. You know, became was well, it was it was drugs, okay? Because I kept trying to look for um, all look for love in all the wrong places, yep. and so but so it manifested itself. But the root cause was my abandonment issues. Mm, yeah. So you know, unless until you watch this, if I could, if society tried to cure, stop my um, drug addiction, yeah, but. If we don't get to the root cause, it's still there. And that's the driving force. That's the yeah. primary force. So 
we have to identify what it is that, that's driving it. So as we talk about, like for our viewers here or listeners, and how you think about, all right, I've got an addiction. What are some simple steps that we can take to identify it yeah. and to begin to bring healing and overcome that? Matt, that's a great question. Um, I have three simple steps. Admitting, mm. admitting who I am, admitting where I am, and, and for me, admitting whose I am. Okay. okay? And then submitting. Okay. We have to submit to something. Okay, we're humans. Um, we athletes. We don't like that word sub, that, submit. We don't yeah. like that. Okay, but it's necessary. Nobody, nobody's going to control me. Right. right. Exactly. I've been taught that from Pony. So Rick. something will so, control exactly. me, right? Because if you don't, so you have to get some positive influences. Uh, for me, it was it was it was my the spiritual side of things mm-hmm. because I believe that addiction is a spiritual condition. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then after we admit and we submit, then we commit. Okay. Athletes are good at that, but we got to get those first two things out of the way first. Um, and I feel that um, being an athlete really hampered my situation as far as recovery. You know, and recovery is 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 how we how the society looks at it. Recovery. Yeah. Um, I look at something a little more de- a little little more definitive. Uh, a little more. Um, I look at deliverance as yeah. as more because recovery. Uh, the recovery community thinks you, you're in recovery recovery forever. Yeah, and I don't believe that. You know, I believe that uh, what I was, I was, and I use that for my good and for the good of other people. But I'm not claiming that today. That's really good because where we've been doesn't have to mm. dictate our future. Absolutely. And, and I think too, you know, and we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. When you when you cut something out, or you're trying to overcome that addiction, you've got to replace it with something positive. And play. you can't just yeah. like I'm going to cut this out right, and right. then it's empty and there's right. no space. Right. And that's a very key point because most people think that I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing, um, and and I look at it that we're going to replace it with something. Okay. So um, and. Don't quit a re- addiction. Replace an addiction. Okay. Yeah. And and I re- and for me, you know, for work works for me was God and working out. Yeah. You know, it's very. Yeah. Those are very important components for me. Um, no matter what is going on, I have to really maintain my relationship with the Lord, and I have to work out. That's great. Yes. And I, I, I think there's maybe just one more piece too that we haven't haven't talked about Good. yet. This whole idea of triggers that we might have. Mm, you know that. Yes. You know, there are certain things that trigger us toward that behavior. So we've got to figure out how to keep away from those triggers and not just walk up to that line, right? right? And for that, and it's a very good point, we got to understand what those triggers are. We got to identify those triggers. Um, and, and identifying is admitting. Yeah. You know, it's very, it's as simple as that, but it's as hard as that. Because, oh, that can't be a trigger. That can't be. Well, let's look at the, let's look at, let's look at the history. So we have to look at those things, uh, but triggers are very important. We gotta have, have an open mind. We have to have an open heart. Yeah. If you want, it, because right now, most of us are broken in some way. Do we want to be whole? Mm. Do we want to be restored? Do we want to be redeemed? Do we want to be put? You know, because we don't want our past to define our future. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and if we just put this in the terms of a, a simple example, yeah. you think of alcoholism. Mm. You know, if I'm I'm an alcoholic and I have a real issue with alcoholism, yeah. 
Yeah. One of those triggers could be going to a bar. It could be the people I have around me who right. like to drink. Right. So I can't I can't put myself in those scenarios because of the temptation, the pressures. Right. So I've got it. Get some new friendships. I've got to have some new places to go. Absolutely, that are different from the places that are going to take me down down the path. There's an old saying, Matt, that if you go to the barber shop long enough, you're going to get a cut. <laughs> so if you keep putting yourself in those situations. Okay, the bad thing. I and I used to do that. I used to get some clean time and put on ten pounds and yeah. and, and and feel good. And and I'm gonna go back and show everybody how well I'm doing. Yeah. How did that work out for me? It didn't. <laughs> it didn't. Yeah. Well, thank you, my friend, for being with me. I think some really great points here. Thank you all for joining me again for this uh, uh, this next episode here of Lifting the Leadership 423. And we'll see you next week.